Did that sound on sync to you? I can never, t- I never can tell from my end. Uh, it sounded pretty on sync. Cool. Perfect. Uh, so what's up? Uh, not a lot. I'm sick. <laughs> that don't... sucks. Thanks for, thanks for, thanks for taking the time to come out of your busy schedule to be on my podcast. It's no problem. You're sick and busy schedule. Yeah. God's a coward and will not fight me face to face. God only fights with long range DOT effects. <laughs> Extremely rude, God. God uses poison counters to kill you. God. Ugh. So that's well, that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. Nah. That's. I'll, I'll get over it. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, not a lot's been up. I've just been fucking working. Yeah, that'll happen. That'll happen. I have been, um, well, I've been, wait, this is my first episode since I broke my leg. Um, yeah, I broke my fucking leg. Um, I'm going to say skip ahead three minutes. Sophie, do you mind if I go a bit into the gory details of what happened with my leg? Because I want to explain for the audience. Uh, I'd be okay with that. Okay, cool. So, uh, I guess, pre-show introduction, a rarity. This is my girlfriend, Sophie. Just an introduction. Hello. My other girlfriend, Andrea, took me to a skate park for women's skate night. Skip ahead three minutes from now, by the way. This is going to get nasty. I'm going to go ahead and set a timer real quick. And, okay, skip ahead three minutes now. So, Andrea, my other girlfriend, uh, went ahead and invited me to go to this women's skate night at a local skate park. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah, that sounds awesome. Because I used to skateboard a little bit when I was a kid. By which I mean I would stand on a skateboard that would go down a very, a very slightly slanted hill in my front yard. And I would also go down my driveway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we go there. And I'm nervous. But I'm gonna, I'm, I'm determined to have a good time. Because Andrea skateboarded before. So, I'm just like, you know, I'm messing around. I'm like, you know, getting on like the two wheels and doing like the pivot of like 90 degrees. I'm like, whoa, cool. And I go down like a kicker ramp that's like 30 degrees in 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 like an angle, if that. And then I do it once. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. I'm sick as hell at this. <laughs> I try and do it again. I, can't, I don't pull it off. I like, you know, I stumble off the skateboard a little bit. And then I mess it up a couple more times. And I'm like, I'm just like sticking with it. I'm determined. I'm going to fucking do it. Next time I go down, um, I go down... And my leg comes down sideways, but I come down vertical, and my skateboard is in there somewhere, too. And there was just this crunch. And I am, uh, I, before, like, I really don't remember exactly times of what happened. I just remember, like, being on the ground, sucking in as much air as I possibly could, like, you know, screaming and trying not to pass out. Um, so it takes the EMTs 40 minutes to get to me. Because I'm in a skate park that's kind of off the beaten path a little bit. You have to, like, go into, like, the back of, like, a building to get to it. Mm-hmm. And they get to me. They were like, okay, we don't know how to get this fucking kid out of here. Because the only exit is, like, there's, a there's a there's there's like, a, a, a gap in one of the ramps. But to get to it, you have to walk up a ramp yourself. So they couldn't, like, even roll me out. They had to, like, lift me. And they had to, like, call firefighters over to lift me and get me out the door. So... <laughs> Um, that's the first part of it. And I am fucking, I am, for the first 10 minutes, I, I you seen the, you seen the selfie I took. I was just like, yeah, I broke my leg. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so high on adrenaline. I called my parents a lot to voice me. like, hey mom, hey dad, it's me. Uh, broke my leg. Uh, I'm going to be going to the hospital. Call me when you get this. Talk to you soon. Bye. And I'm like, I, nothing sounds wrong. My parents <laughs> think I've like sprained my ankle or something at the very worst. 
But then over time, the pain kicks in worse and worse and worse, and I'm like having a really hard time bearing with it. The EMTs, they're doing their best, but they can't give me anything to deal with that. And they can't really like make, they can't really expedite the process of getting me out of there. So they're just going to have to wait. And it fucking sucks. The only good thing was that I was surrounded by a bunch of butch women skateboarders because it was a women's skating night. And I'm in, I'm in like, I'm in a weird version of heaven where my leg is broken and there are just like cute women with beautiful eyes and (laughs) muscles around me. And a small blessing. So, yeah. So I get to the hospital, uh, after a very fun ride. Um, and Andrea later related to this, to me, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say you skip ahead another minute here. If you're just tuning back in, go ahead and skip ahead one more minute. I should be out of the woods by then. Um, actually let's make it two just to be safe. Uh, so Andrea tells me later that my foot was 180 degrees the wrong fucking way when I fell, which is horrifying to think about. I didn't see that. Thankfully, I never saw that with my own two eyes, but like my mom comes in thinking I have a sprained ankle. She lifts up the sheet where my foot is and she like physically recoils. Now this wouldn't be a big deal if my mother was not a nurse. My mother is a nurse. She has been doing this shit for 30 years. And the fact that she like retched a little bit at it, I was like, oh, that's bad. Oh, so what they do is they they take me to they they jam they put me in a bed they jam me full of fentanyl and um then they just say okay we got to relocate your leg because in addition to being broken in three places and the bone the my leg my foot bone was completely separated from my leg bone so like there was nothing connecting those two so in addition to that I had dislocated my leg because I'm just such a lucky bitch. So what they do, they take this like, they take this like horse tranquilizer ass sized like needle, jam it into my foot, pump me full of local anesthetic and like relocate my foot in while it is broken beyond belief. And I screamed so loud. I have never, I, I've never sworn as badly as, <laughs> I, I've never sworn quite so loudly or invented as many new swear words as I did in that moment. And it was just one of the worst days of my life ever. Then the next day I woke up and I got surgery at 6 a.m. and they put the gas mask on my face. I was like, I'm not even tired. Then they counted me. Uh, they didn't even, they didn't even tell me to count down. And the next thing I know is I'm awake and like in the hospital and recovering and trying to piss into a jar because that's what they have you do when after a surgery. Yeah. And that's my story. <laughs> and so, so, so bo- both of all, all of my friends were really instrumental for me getting through that first night because it fucking sucked. Oh, there's the timer. Um, because yeah, it fucking sucked because I was like, you know, I was in pain and I was terrified about my surgery coming up, even though it was just like a simple leg surgery. I was still just like, what if, what if something goes wrong? What if I wake up? What if I, you know, and you know, so all of my friends, but especially Sophie and Andrea were really, really, really important in getting me through that first night. And I am here on my ass, uh, foot in a boot for at least five more weeks. Girl pills off board for about five weeks. And well, not, no, not that, no, nowhere near that long. Sorry. No, two weeks, girl pills, uh, not load bearing for five weeks. So I can't drive or do anything. Uh, but yeah, I can do a podcast and that's what this is. Theme song.
fear baiting everyone. It's your number one low budget horror. No, that's not a good way to do it. Um, <laughs> it's your number one monster comedy, monster come monsterdy, momedy. It's a, it's a monster comedy. It's a monster comedy. It's a momedy. It's something. I'm, Lulu, I, I'm, I'm Lulu, a.k.a. Sarah, a.k.a. Natalie, a.k.a. I'm going through a bunch of fucking names right now because I'm having an identity crisis, and if you think you have a name that might fit me, go for it, but I'm just going to go by Lulu for a while. The, and joining me this week, as I introduced her before the show, if you uh, if you didn't skip past, if you, if you skipped past all that stuff, um, this is my girlfriend, Sophie, who is a lovely person, and I'm very happy to have her joining me on the show this week. Hi, I'm Sophie. Sophie Estrogen-Liker. I'm Weed GF Extraordinaire. <laughs> Sophie Estrin, like your number one weed GF. Actually, I can't say that because Andrea is also a weed GF. You are, <laughs> you are, you are both weed GF. Yeah. Tied for weed GF. But um, so Sophie, tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your, uh, what's your history uh, with horror movies? Like, what do you, what's your favorite genre? Like, because I'm, I personally have gotten really into slashers lately. Those are my favorites. But like, what, what, how'd you come across horror? What's your favorites? Go on and tell us a little about that. Uh, so I was a pretty scared kid, but I also had an older brother, so I just ended up watching a lot of stuff, like, I watched The Ring, I watched shit like Saw, Wolf Creek, uh, I got particularly scared by Bad Val Kilmer movie Mindhunters, if you know that one. Sorry, what's it called? Mindhunters? Mindhunters, um... Yeah, I feel like they did a We Hate Movies about that. Probably. Um, a guy gets his legs frozen and broken by like some liquid nitrogen or something like that and then his uh guts get frozen and they split open and that freaked me out a lot um and so i don't know i like watched a lot of horror movies as a kid which is surprising considering like i was terrified by them but so, yeah so i just eventually ended up falling off of that and only got back into it when i saw uh 2014's it follows uh, particularly because A, I'm an aesthetic-loving bitch, and B, uh, <laughs> I have an acute fear, or especially then, I had an acute fear of being followed, and just... Oh, that's bad! Yeah, uh, but just having a way to explore that just really helped me get over that, actually. So, oh, hell yeah! And then since then, I've just, like, been getting more and more into them. I have a soft spot for, like, the art auteur horror movie yeah but especially and stuff like home invasion is my sweet spot give me a nice horror thriller Ooh, yeah um so sophie is there anything up upcoming in uh gay and horror news because there's the here's what i've got they got a trailer for the first purge out uh they got truth or dare coming out in a couple of days which i'm so pumped to see oh yeah <laughs> coming out friday the 13th nice um nice. a quiet place came out and apparently that's not exactly the auteur horror movie that it looks like it was going to be it looked like it was going to be like uh I, I was really getting some uh it comes at night vibes from it but apparently it's just like a real a, a pretty decent monster movie nice. which is a little nice. bit of a bummer but you know i like a monster movie yeah um there's a, I don't know if you've talked about it, because to be honest, I've, I'm a little bit behind on my podcast at the moment, but... Well, I, 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 I haven't been on in like th- three weeks, fair, four fair. weeks. 
Um, but there's a trailer out for a movie called Hereditary that looks pretty fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that looks that looks phenomenal. We have talked about that, but uh, it's been a while since we have, and I am just so fucking psyched to see that movie and piss my pants in the theater. Mm-hmm. I watched that trailer like three or four times in the past week, and just I cannot wait for that one. Yeah, yeah, I haven't been on an episode of this podcast in uh, one, two, <laughs> one, two. Uh, yeah, I haven't been on an episode of this podcast in three weeks. Thank you, Blair, by the way, for holding down the fort with uh, two weeks ago with Luca Spoingle. Uh, there's a talk about uh, Ginger Snaps too. That was Luca. That was Luca. Yes. Okay. Good. It was Luca. Thank God. Oh, I just want to shout out now before I get into it. This is Baby's first podcast, so if I'm a little, I might be a little nervous. So just give me some slack. I mean, you're doing pretty good so far, hon. Thank you. Aw. Okay. <laughs> Now we, we just need to avoid gay. We just need to avoid gay posting on podcast. Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay, so we watched this week. We sat down and watched Bong Joon the host. The host. Bong Joon Ho. If you've seen another movie of his, it's probably Memories of Murder. Yeah, which is a movie I haven't sat down to watch, but I really want to because I love a, I love a crime. I love a crime. You also might have seen Snowpiercer or Okja. Did this guy also do uh, uh, Train to Busan? No, that was someone else. Okay. That did not have enough weird slapstick in it. <laughs> yeah. It had a fair amount, but yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to see if he's directed anything else that I would recognize. No, he didn't. Um, okay. Yeah. He also did not do the... Uh... The Wailing? Yeah, the Wailing. Oh, man. This can maybe get cut out, but I don't think I've told you this. I actually, like, started following you because of that episode of your podcast. Just, like, I was very into that movie, and that was the only thing I could listen to about it. And so I just got into your show, and then we started following each other, and that's how we met. I'm gonna cry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm leaving that in. It's too sweet to cut. Aww. I'll, I'll gay post on main. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, God, how long ago was that episode? That how long ago was that? That was like Jesus. October, that... November. I guess it would have been October or November, probably. Yeah, first episode of November. Wow. Shit. Wow, that was a while ago. Feels like the, uh, saying November of 2017 feels like oh last month, but like no, that was six months ago. <laughs> oh no, really? Oh, I keep forgetting it's not, like, February. (laughs) Anyways, so those are some other Korean... Those are some other Korean movies you can watch, but this week we watched The Host, starring, uh... I don't know any of these actors' names, and also, I'm gonna have a hard time keeping track of whose name is who in this... in this movie. I always... I always try really hard with Korean names, but they do sometimes get twisted around on me. Yeah. Um... You know... I'm going to pull up the Wikipedia page and try my best to uh, stay on top of them. So we've got we've got the main character is Gangdu. Then we've got uh, Gangdu, who is the uh, some like fucking teen or not teenage like young adult. He's a, yeah, bitch he's idiot. A young man. He's a father. He's kind of a bad dad. He's a little bit of a bad dad, but it's portrayed more as a goofy. Uh, a goofy, goofy, accidentally incompetent, as opposed to like you know, malicious and bad dad. Yeah, See, I've been watching a lot. I've, I've, 
I've been watching a lot of My Hero Academia lately, and, like, there is a bad dad in that show. Yeah, there sure is. Um, so the other main characters are, uh, Hee-Bong, who is, um, Gang Do's father. They both run the shop that they, that, uh, the, the, that Yang Do works at. Yeah, the small convenience um, store by the small river convenience store. What's that? The small river convenience store. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's, uh, Nam Il, who is, um, just some unemployed guy. He's an alcoholic and is very greedy, according yeah. to Wikipedia. He, he is a, uh, former student and, uh, I believe, uh, political, former political activist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also an um, let's, uh We've got Namju, who is the uh, the his, is that uh, is that the Gangdu? Is that I should say Namil is uh, Gangdu's brother. Namju is his sister. Uh, Namju yes. is a uh, Olympic level archer. Yeah, the beginning of the movie, bronze medalist. Yeah. And, uh, then there's a uh, then there's Hyun Seo, which Hyun Seo, uh, who is Gangdu's daughter. Um, then there's Sejin and Seju, who are two or two homeless people who try to steal from the park's snack shop. At, that's and then that's the that's, that's the, the, the main cast. All right, so as at the beginning of this movie, or we start off with uh, a scene in a U.S. military base. There is a scientist who has one of his uh, South Korean employees pour dusty formaldehyde down a drain that leads into the Han River. Because he's the because he's because he didn't he let them get like very dusty. There several layers of dust. Yep, and that's that really infects the inside of the bottle. Mm -hmm. Dumbass bitch boy. Fucking clown. Um, and so he's and so the guy is just like, "Hey, that's gonna go right into the, the Han River." And then the guy's like, shh, 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 shh. "I don't give a shit." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is based on a real incident, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then he's just like, "Okay, whatever. I'm. This is what I'm getting paid to do." And then he starts pouring it all down the drain, and there's just like a big old smoke. And then there's like title credits, and a dude jumps into the ocean. Mm-hmm. Oh, we also see uh, two fishermen find a weird uh, creature in the water, quite small at the time. Yep, and then they throw beer cans at it, but because um, Gangdu from his yeah. shop is like, huh, I wonder if I can throw a beer can at this, and he does, and then it eats it. <laughs> this is a good movie. It's a really good movie. <laughs> uh, and then we see our first shots of Gangdu. He is asleep at the counter... Um, there's a small child trying to steal candy from him. <laughs> He's a very sweet boy. He's a very sweet man. Yeah. Gangdu, you are, you are a fucker, but a, but a good fucker. Yeah. Um, he, he, ste- he steals part of a customer's order. He, uh, and he gives his daughter beer to drink while they watch uh, Gangdu's sister uh, perform yeah. at the Olympics. Well, perform, compete. Yeah, and while getting his dad, leaving his dad to do the work. Um, he, but he also shows uh, his daughter him sa- his savings to buy her a new phone, which admittedly is stolen from the coin box of the shop. He's very, he's very sweet. Yeah. He's he's misguided, but he's sweet. 
then we uh, he's kicked out, sent to bring beer and squid to the table he stole from. Uh, yes, yes, yes. And when he gets there, he sees something in the water, throws a beer can, and when it is taken, everyone else around him begins throwing stuff in the water. In a very, it's a very, it's a very funny scene. Yeah. <laughs> but um, just after that, they see. Uh, or Gangdu looks down the uh, looks down the river and sees some sort of fish monster coming towards everyone, and mm-hmm. then we start the monster movie bits. Yep, and it's very good. Mm-hmm. So it, oh god! So there's just like a lot of big monster movie. There's a big like a monster movie sequence here that lasts like what ten minutes or so. Yeah, and it's very good. And then after that's over with, we go to like probably the best scene in the movie potentially. Yeah, oh, at the uh, memorial. I should say. Oh, did I miss something? Uh, probably should have covered this a little bit beforehand. Um. Content warning for this movie, if, like, you're not into seeing any... There is a child death in this, just, like... Yeah, there is. If you're not comfortable with that, you maybe want to skip this. Otherwise, I'd say, probably watch this movie before you listen to this podcast. I think it's a great movie, and, like, not something we can really cover in this podcast. Yeah. It's certainly something to see. (laughs) Yeah. Well, shit. So the or the main takeaway from the uh, monster scene is Gangdu's daughter is taken by the creature. Yeah, but we don't know where. We don't know where, and it's possible she is dead. But he doesn't want to think about that. Yeah. Uh, so let me go to the memorial. Yeah, uh, they're taken to a quarantine facility with a memorial, and uh, they're. His sister Namju and brother uh, Namil arrive. Yeah, Namil is drunk, and uh, Namju is holding the bronze she won after she uh, could not let go of her bow, her arrows in time. Yeah, the last shot. Yeah, it's a rough way to go. Mm-hmm. It's. A very tu- it's a very genuinely touching scene. They uh, gather around her picture, which they immediately tra- begin, crying. which they immediately transition into slapstick. Yeah, um, it's it's a very touching scene, and it slowly begins to morph as everyone in the scene becomes loud, becomes louder and louder, and more and more wild with their movements. Eventually, ending up with them all falling on the floor and grappling each other while screaming <laughs> Chunsia's name. <laughs> yeah it's it, no it's a good scene it's a very genuinely bizarre scene that i think i hated the first time and now love every single other time yeah no it's extreme it's an extremely good scene it's a very uh it's a very a uh, couple of passes scene you're gonna need a you're gonna want like a couple of runs at this scene to actually like enjoy it yeah but... <laughs> oh it's pretty like the first time i feel like you're just gonna be like what the fuck is going on here why why are they doing this but then you'll be like oh ha 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 it's a joke <laughs> yeah this is also interrupted by, or while this is going on, 
a man is yelling for someone with a license plate to move their car. <laughs> and, yeah, no, it's this is a very funny movie. And as soon as uh, this that scene is over, uh, oh, there's a small scene of them uh, talking about Hanju, uh, his brother or uh, Gangdu's brother uh, is pissed at him for grabbing another uh, young girl's hand thinking it was his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they have a nice scene of them reminiscing, which is uh, in which the camera begins to follow a uh, government worker in hazmat suit in the background. And he then Pratt falls and uh, stands up and tries to pretend that nothing happened. Yeah, it's very good. It's extremely good. <laughs> uh, it's then revealed that um, there's a virus and anyone who's Contained in the giant fish monster? Yeah, and anyone who's come in t- contact with it uh, must be uh, taken with them. Yeah. Because he's like, it's not a crime. You're, you're, just tell us, if you, uh, tell us if you came in contact with it. Raise your hand, raise your hand. Yeah. You're not a crime. And then, and then he's like, okay, well, we're going to have to take you with us. Yeah, Gongdu raises his hand and says, well, I got some blood on me. Uh, I guess we haven't really talked about this. Gongdu's kind of portrayed as, like, pretty simpleton. Yeah. It's... Yeah. This guy, er, uh, the director, Bong Joon-ho, is, like, not always the best about that kind of stuff, but... Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I think it's I think it works. Yeah, yeah. I say it partially because like he has another movie with a that is specifically about like a uh, a dumbass, or it's like intellect or uh, learning disability. Like the it definitely uses the R word a couple times. There's. It's, oh, that's less good. That's much yeah. less good and enjoyable. Yeah. So he's, he doesn't always have like the nicest handling of it. But um. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. It's a good movie. It's just like, yeah, he definitely. There's like, just a little bit he, of like, he, oh, this feels a little mean. Yeah, he finds some humor in it that's like not always great. Um, yeah. But yeah. Anyways, uh, Gongdu is taken away. Uh, he is, I believe, placed in a body bag and um, taken to a secure, like, quarantine facility with um, his family. Yeah, so Gangdo's in the hospital. He gets a phone call from Hyunso, and she's just like, hey, I don't know where the fuck I am, but daddy, I'm in the sewer. I'm hiding from it. Uh, shit. Shit, dad. This, this doesn't look great. <laughs> then they go to the, um, then, uh, who is it? It's... It's gang. It's the whole Park family, right? It's Gangdu, his brother, his sister, and his dad, and they like break into a, a, a snack shop, and it's like this is this really like kind of calm scene of them just like sitting around a table eating ramen and doing nothing else, and it's like a minute, and like there's this old um an old episode. Well, I guess all of them are old episodes now, but there's this there's a somewhat old episode of uh, Every Frame of Painting talking about how um I'm sorry, this director's name is uh, Bong Joon Ho. 
how this guy really likes to do ensemble framing, and it's really apparent in this scene. Like, your eyes are kind of just being drawn every which way. I really recommend that episode of Every Frame of Painting. I mean, every episode of Every Frame of Painting is very good, and I'm kind of bummed that it's an over as a series, but... Yeah. The episode about Bong Joon-ho and uh, Memories of a mur- Memory of Murder. Memories of Murder? Yeah. Memory, memory of a Murder? Uh, memories of Murder, I believe. Did um, you remember the murder? I did. Cool. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, should, I should mention... Um, there is a scene of Gong Du trying to convince the uh, police that his daughter is still alive. And of course, uh-huh. they don't believe him because all cops are bad. Yes. This is known. Mm-hmm. And so they're just like, fuck it, we're breaking out of here. Yeah, they, uh, there's a scene of them breaking out. They steal a van. Um, it is shown that Namiel is very slow. Which I'm not sure if comes up in the movie, but it's very cute and good. Yeah. Um. So they uh they they when they wake up the next morning after they like chill they like sleep in the snack shop they run into the creature and um oh god names um shit not. Oh yeah, He Bong like tries to shoot the, the creature and his gun like is out of bullets and he like he's like counting on his fingers like how many shots he made and yeah. he's like oh and then he like gestures to his, his kids to get out of there while he like gets chomped. Yeah, the um creature picks us up picks him up in the ta- by the tail and uh proceeds to smash him up into the ground multiple times, I believe. And um Yep. So Gong who runs back and uh, can't leave his dad and so lets himself get captured by the government and it's extremely sad and I cry a lot yeah no I oh gang do uh, actually in between this and the scene in between these uh, yeah in between the breaking out in the snack shop I believe we see oh yeah so just after um just before they hit the snack shop we see a scene of a homeless man and his son uh breaking into said snack shop and uh, yeah that's uh that's uh seijin and seju right uh stealing food and then they are attacked by the creature they get they get vored by the creature yeah slurp (laughs) and uh we haven't we haven't had many jokes this episode (laughs) Yeah, we haven't done that many jokes. And so also, you want to just go? You want to go on like a five minute war tangent? Um, we could do a five minute war tangent, I suppose. <laughs> oh God, you can't indulge me like this. I'm really <laughs> spoiled. When Blair comes back, it's just going to be like an hour long fetish dissertation podcast, <laughs> and Blair's going to be like, "What the fuck did I do? Oh Aww. God, I shouldn't have left her alone." <laughs> I can't be trusted. Sophie, I'm gonna let's give you another chance to say no to that. Yeah, Sophie, you okay. do you want to do a five minute vor tangent? No, you're not allowed. Okay, thank you. Thank God. I have I thank have to save God. Blair on this one. What's that? I have to save Blair. He doesn't deserve this. <laughs> Gotta do him a solid at some point. Mm-hmm. Oh. So yeah, it slurps them up and then it like drops them out because yeah. it's just like it's collecting them. Yeah, it's collecting them in, in like a like hole. In a the sewer, sewer basin. Uh, the dad is dead. The kid is alive. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, because the well, yeah, the dad, that dad, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so uh, Jun Seo is uh, protecting him. Or yeah, protecting about him. Oh, so when does when does when does uh, Gang do like eat like lick the phone? <laughs> um, I think that is back when um he's trying to tell the cop about uh that his daughter's alive yeah because yeah. that's how he explains how uh she's still alive is he puts the phone in his mouth and then spits it back out <laughs> spits it back out god this is a good movie it's a really good movie also uh in the snack shop scene that we missed uh there's a small scene where um they're all uh eating and in a small girl just like sits up and they begin just silently passing her food. And it's very <laughs> sweet and cute. Yeah. Oh, and... Oh, it's good. Oh, no, yeah, we missed this, too. Um, also, in the snack shop, snack shop scene, uh, there's a scene of uh, the dad, uh, Hibong, ex- uh, talking to his... Uh, gang dude's asleep, and he's talking to his other two kids about how... They never had enough to feed Gangdu so when he was a kid, so he he um didn't like grow properly, and so has some like he needs a lot of sleep and has like some difficulty with like yeah, it just like implies that like his brain didn't develop properly, but um uh during this uh. Namil and Namju are just falling asleep while sitting, and it's extremely good. It's extremely yeah. funny. I don't know. It's a, just a very small, sweet moment that I love in this movie. Yeah. It's um, and then and then um, Namil meets an old friend of his. Yeah. Uh, so called Yam. Uh, after uh, what's Gangdu is caught. caught. Um, I think we have a time skip of several months to i really yeah is I that think... does that happen <laughs> I just have to give me a second there's definitely a small time jump because like when we come back there's like posters about uh there's like wanted posters up of like marking kibong dead and going to captured but Nikki? yeah that, that tracks that tracks so, um, what happened? Uh, there may or may not be a time skip. Um, Namil, or, uh, yeah, Namil meets an old friend, um, to try and trace, uh, Junseo's call. Um, in doing this, he manages to, but, uh, there's a scene where or, um, it is revealed that it is just a trap to try and capture him and get the reward money by all his uh, co-workers. So there's a scene of him escaping through the office uh, from all his co-workers. It's a really good, really tight, yeah. small, just like action scene. Um, yeah, no, good move, good, good scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, uh, he, he gets, um... Yeah, and in escaping, he ends up falling off a bridge and, uh, I believe 
like injuring his leg. Oh, that's unfortunate for him, but I'm sure I think he deserves it. Uh, and then we see <sighs> Namju uh, coming, uh, living in a small hole in a bridge. Uh, it's clear that she is escaping capture and has been exploring sewers looking for uh, Hyunseo. Mm hmm. Um. And then, uh, bo, 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 what happens? Um, oh, yeah, he gets taken to, like, a medical facility, right? Gangdu? Gangdu is taken to a medical facility. Oh, uh. And uh, then they're Gangdu like, well, we may have the virus, but we need to shut this guy up because he already knows about it. And they're like, well, let's let's cut his brain open and give him yeah. a lobotomy. Uh, yeah. Uh, they accidentally revealed to Gangdu that there is actually no virus, so they lobotomize him to try and shut him up. Yeah, but he takes a nurse. He takes a nurse hostage and uh, runs out the door. Like he's got like a needle to her neck, and he's like, I'm, "I don't know what's in here, but I'm gonna inject her with it." Yeah, he uh, has a, vi- a vi- uh, vial of his blood and is threatening to. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. That's what it is. Because um, only a couple people know that there is no virus. Yeah, 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 that's right. Okay, so then he gets out, and the government is, like, doing this, like, weird announcement where it's like, if you can hear this, if you can hear this, if you can no longer hear this announcement, you are finally far enough away. If you can hear this announcement, please keep moving away from the vicinity. And there's, like, a weird protest, and they just, like, drop Agent Yellow into the river. Yeah, um... And they're, hope, they're hoping to kill the creature. Yeah, uh, in order to kill a creature, they use a... They're using a biological Chemical weapon. agent. Which always ends well. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Namuel shows up with Molotov cocktails he uh, helps make with a homeless man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. During this, Yenseo tries to escape from the sewer by uh, tying clothes from the dead bodies into a rope and uh, climbing up the creature's body to... Uh, escape and ends up getting caught i believe yeah she's caught by the creature and just after this uh dangdu shows up at the sewer and cannot find any sign of her yeah because they tried to sneak out right when the uh when the monster was sleepy yeah when the monster was sleepy and then yeah they are caught it wasn't sleepy don't you hate that when you're like trying to take a nap and some fucking kids wake you up and so you have to eat them? Yeah. Um, and then man, I wish this monster. I wish this monster just like crushed people to death and didn't like eat them. Cause like there was like a force pulling me down the road of vor jokes, and I'm I'm withholding, I'm refraining, and I want you to be proud of me. Yeah. But like, it's hard. Mm-hmm. You're doing very good. I'm very proud of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Oh, I'm refraining. I'm very. I'm. I'm. I'm holding. My, I'm physically straining. I like that. That it's like that one. Uh, the meme image of the kid like sitting next to the cute girl in class trying to hold in the fart. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you know the funny meme. The funny. Do you know the funny meme image, Sophie? I don't think I do. You've never seen the funny meme of the of the funny guy straining to hold in a fart. Oh, that's what that is. Oh my god. <laughs> 
Yeah. With, like, the veins? Yeah. Okay, shit, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what it is. <clears throat> Anyways, you were saying? Um, so at that point, um, the monster comes back, uh, Namio climbs out of, uh, the hole she was knocked into. Oh, Sophie, I just gotta show you this thing that I just found real quick. Uh, I did not make it. I found it. Just, uh, weird that this showed up online, but it's there. Uh, and it showed up online. Mm-hmm. I sent it on Skype. Do you did see you the meme? That? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about right. Um, so, do you want to skip to the final showdown? Because I gotta wrap up, because there's dinner on the table downstairs. Oh, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so, the final showdown, um... Uh, but, 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 uh, Hinseo, they, 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 um, they find the, uh, the monster and yeah. they, uh, Agent Yellow doesn't kill the monster, but doesn't stun it and gives Gangdu a chance to pull Hinseo out of its mouth. And Sun- Seiju is still in her, like, hands, but she is dead. Hyunseo is dead. And Gangdu is, like, fucking pissed and he tries to, like, take on the monster, but he can't fucking do it because he is, like, a four, he is, like, a five foot eleven incel versus, like, the six foot twelve <laughs> Chad of the monster. Yeah. And he gets knocked the fuck out. And um, Namiel and a homeless dude come to Gangdu's aid. Namiel fucking like hucks a bajillion Molotov cocktails at the creature, and yeah, yeah. And then uh, the homeless guy like throws a bunch of or, gasoline on it, and he's pouring gasoline. And we've seen a scene before of the creature like drinking wa- water, like running down from a uh, some sort of like ledge. So, uh, and then while drinking with gasoline. Uh, Namju throws his final cocktail, Molotov cocktail, and... He tries to, at least, but he drops it. Like, he does, like, that thing where it's, like, uh... (laughs) Have you ever, like, done that thing where you're, like, I'm gonna throw it at you, and you're, like... And they're, like, wait, no, don't throw it at me! And you, like, you huck your... You throw... You, like, drop the ball behind you. Yeah. But you, like, throw your arm forward with all your strength. That's what he does, and it, like, breaks on the ground, he's, like... In slow motion, he's, like... Oh, fuck. (laughs) But then, like... But then, fucking... Oh god, Namju like does the rawest shit. What's that? Namju uh, picks up. No, Nam Namju does the rawest shit of lighting her arrow uh, on fire. Namju's the brother. Namju's the sister. <laughs> are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure. No, you're right. You are. You are. Mm-hmm. No, Namju's the sister. What? Ah shit. I've been messing that up. Then whatever. That's fine. Namju is the Namju fucking like lights her arrow on fire it takes the Molotov cocktail cloth lights the arrow on fire shoots it directly into the monster's eye lights it on fire and when it tries to escape into the water Gangdu takes a like a, a destroyed stop sign and like bashes the damn thing's brain in and then there's the final scene where Gangdu has adopted uh, Seju and they li- they're like there's like some news happening in the background and it pans out to a nice shot of their uh, their snack shop where they're living and then the credits roll so I thought it was kind of a scatterbrained summary of the plot. It's... Yeah, it totally was. <laughs> but it happens. Yeah. Um, listen, it's I really, I really, I really just, frankly, I just need to get better about like Korean names. It's a really big weak spot for me. Yeah, I do too. But this movie's just an incredible thing. It's, I've never seen anything else that just like has such a diverse mix of tones and also. Yeah. Yeah. So on a scale of five, uh, on a scale of zero to five, um, 
bronze Olymp- bronze archery medals. <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> How many bronze archery medals are you gonna to give to this? Are you gonna put over a painting and then cry about this movie? Um, I'm going to give it five out of five bronze medals that I cry about. I think I want to watch it again. I, I feel like if I watch it again and like I, if I just like watch it again in a better like, not even in a better like, I want to watch it again. I think it will be a five out of five. But like until I watch it again, I'm gonna give it like a four and a half. Four. It was really good. Don't get me wrong, but like. I feel like repeat yeah. viewings, especially with how bad my brain is about this kind of stuff, repeat viewings does help. Yeah. It has a, it's a really interesting movie. It has a lot of, like, it definitely has a lot of thoughts about, like, uh, U.S. involvement in Korea, uh, environmentalism. Yeah. It's, it's a really fascinating movie. It's a really silly movie. It's incredibly touching. I cannot recommend it enough. Yeah. So, um, what else do we do on this podcast? Recommendations. Recommendations. Sophie, you got something? Uh, yeah. I, I'm going to do two. I honestly don't know what my second one is yet, but I'm just going to say two because the first one is a somewhat qualified recommendation. I am going to recommend, uh, one of Bong Joon-ho's other movies. Uh, it's called Mother. It is about a... Mother! <laughs> You get it? Do you get it? I get it. I oh, good. You know, I don't, I don't think I get it. <laughs> it's it's the Danzig song. Mama, tell your children not to walk my way. <laughs> tell your children not to block my grave. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, so, so, Mama... And now before Sophie is on to her second recommendation, I'm going to recommend, uh, I got two recommendations also. My first one is that you go follow my amazing girlfriend Sophie on Twitter because she is fantastic. But my second recommendation is this anime I've been watching lately, which is absolutely fucking adorable, called A Place Place Further Than the Universe. It's, um, this, it's this, it's about this high school girl, uh, Kimari, uh, Tamaki Mari, her friends call her Kimari, 
um, who like wants it to go on some like weird adventure or something before she like gets out of high school and before she has to like you know go into cram college and everything. So she, by some mere happenstance, she meets this other girl, Shirase, who is trying to go to Antarctica where her mother went missing three years ago, and it's then they meet a, then they meet two other girls, um, Hinata and. Uh, the other girl whose name I completely forgot because she's only been like two episodes that I've seen so far. But it's this extremely super, like, it's it's adorable. It's hilarious. I don't laugh at loud at this stuff, but I've been like, I've been busting a gut over some of these episodes. It's like, it's heartwarming. It's touching. Like, I have cried multiple times at it. And I'm only five episodes in. Um, it's, it looks gorgeous. The animation is beautiful. And it's just, it's, it's the bet. The biggest thing I can say about it. It has not been horny about these high school girls a single time. Oh, thank God. Remotely. Like, the absolutely the worst thing you see is, like, a less than 0.5 second clip of a girl in a bikini in the, in, in the intro. And she's just, like, she's in a hot tub in Antarctica. So, like, kind of, what else would you wear? Yeah. I feel like hot tubbing in Antarctica is definitely a thing. But, yeah, no. A Place for the Universe is absolutely adorable. Per- like, incredible anime. Like, one of the best I've ever seen in my life. Uh, so I'm recommending Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun. It's a show about a gir- girl in high school. She is desperately in love with a boy, only to find out that he draws shoujo manga. Uh, it's a pretty light series it was based around is based on a four coma manga but um all the all the secondary characters are like really funny really like they're just like they're really great characters and no other show or like not many other shows just like make me laugh like it does and it's a really awesome thing to just like see a comedy that is, like, made for women. Yeah. Or has, like, women as its primary audience. And it's just... Because you know what's... You know you know what my recommendation this week is, Sophie? What? Women. Women? Yeah. I recommend women. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, everyone. Have you ever thought about women? Have you considered lately... Women? I'm women? You're women. Thank you. Okay, now <laughs> let's go ahead and close out the show with our plugs. You can find me at chiesatsunaka.tumblr.com nope, chie or at gayestlulu on Twitter. Um, my name is changing, but my handle will not. It's going to stick as gayestlulu for a while. Um, you can check out my other podcast, uh, The Wonder Years, which I am currently looking at the TV show with uh, my friend Seda, friend and frequent guest of this show, Seda. And it's, there's been some good episodes, which is weird to say. Um, so there's that. Uh, you can also listen to my leftism podcast, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, Not a Threat, Just a Fact, where we talk about leftism politics for about an hour and a half each week. It's not, I'm not always on that one, but I'm on it a lot. Um, if you also want to help me, if you want to support us, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash fearbaiting. You can check us out specifically at fearbaiting on Twitter, fearbaiting at gmail.com, fearbaiting.tumblr.com. And also, I am going to look at the Patreon right now and just read off some names of people who support the show because that's what we promised to do. 
Uh, and Sophie, while I'm doing that, oh, sorry, one more thing before I go ahead and look at that. Um, if you would like to, uh, I wrote an article recently for Medium about, uh, the light novel, My Friends and I Were Granted Three Wishes by a Cat Goddess, and I swear I got distracted when my, tank, when my turn came around, which I know I've recommended on here before, and it has, um, the, the article is pinned, it's a Medium article, it's, the link is pinned to my, uh, my Twitter, on my, um, on my regular Twitter, on, at Lulu. If you want to check it out, read it, I'd really appreciate it. I put a, you know, a lot of work into that thing, and I'd really like to see if, you know, if you wanted to check that out. I won't plug this again, but, you know. It's, it's fucking good. I, I've yeah. read it, and, like, shit, go read that thing. That's, that's my, that's my fourth recommendation. I got Mother... <laughs> Mother Girls Nozaki Kun, Women, Mother, and Lulu's essay. All right. So here is here are the uh, Patreon supporters. If you donate at uh, five or ten dollars a month, we will shout you out on the show. Which you, which if your name, which here is your shout out: Michael Kaiser, Sophie, Catherine J, or Alec. Those people. If you donate ten dollars or more a month, you can demand that we watch a horror movie of your choosing. And it must be scarier than Donnie Darko. Uh, and then at five dollars, you get uh, we you can send us a short message of your choosing, and we do have one of those this week. These are Twitter uh, these are friends of the show, Paul Bechtel and Twitter user Lauren Altergeist. Um, Sophie, I'm going to pull up that message that we have real quick while you go ahead and read your stuff off. Hi, I am Sophie Estrogen Liker. You can find me on Twitter at Estrogen Liker, and I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> Cool. Um, so our message, our sponsored message this week comes from Michael Kaiser, who sent this message three times on accident or on purpose. I really don't know. It, it's considering it's Michael. It could be either. I've been thinking about how when I go to the drive-thru, they give me too much ice in my drink. And so I went to, I went into order and I got my drink, but I gave myself too little ice. What's up with that? <laughs> and then and then I sent the message three times on accident. I'm sorry. So if you want to get your message read, you can donate $5 a month or more to patreon.com slash fearbaiting. And sorry for the sloppy outro. It's been a couple of weeks. Get off my dick. Um, until next time, uh, Sophie, you know, you know what we say at the end of the show, yeah? I sure do know what we say at the end of the show. All right. Well, folks, until next time, I'm Lulu. I'm Sophie. And remember, you can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Good night, everyone. Good night.